0: This week on The Balanced Voice, we're changing it up a bit. Our guest is someone who is working around the clock to keep Houston safe and informed. However, with that comes some significant danger. Because of this, our guest has chosen to not be on camera. If you're a listener, this will not change your typical episode experience. But if you like to view our podcast in video format, things may look a little different this week and we hope you'll stick with us. One last thing before we jump in. Did you know that you can ask us questions on Spotify We would really love to hear from you. Head over to Spotify to tell us what you think of this episode and guests you would like to hear from in the future. Let's jump into our conversation with Griselda Grizzy Castillo. This is the Balanced Voice Podcast.
1: Grizzy, you're so fascinating, and uh, we've been following you for some time. Can you just share a little bit about your story? Like, you're a native Houstonian.
2: Yeah, born and raised in Houston, northeast part of Houston. That's uh, above, uh, uh, north of 610, uh, east of 59. Well, now it was west of 59, but now east of 59. Um, I grew up in the East Aldine District area, went to MacArthur High School. I was a band nerd. I I love band uh, bullied a lot as a child so that's one of the things that we advocate hugely because I know for a fact riding the bus after school or being in certain hallways not being around my my friends in band or chess club or drama team whatever I was in you know because my parents always allowed me to be in different activities so I was one of those kids that sought activities to to stay away from like the bad kids so smart mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in a lot of different things. So, yeah, very, like, you know, versatile. And you have siblings, right? Yeah, four siblings. I mean, three is three siblings. Myself, my mom and dad have four kids, two boys, two girls. I'm the oldest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it's interesting. So bullied, but doing, you know, like you think of, okay, what is my dream child in high school? Like drama, chess club, theater, band. band. I mean, you're doing all the amazing things. You went on to University of Houston. Yes. What did you study there? U of H downtown. (laughs) I studied
2: criminal justice. uh, Ironically, yeah, yeah. That kind of led me down a different path. I mean, um, became a a young mom and didn't have the, the mentality. I always grew up with you like my mom and dad didn't ever get handouts. Mm. So I didn't know that there was assistance for a single mom. I didn't have that in my mind. I was just really struggling. And then I came across a, a life of crime. There were there was opportunity uh, for me to come across people that weren't making their living honestly like the way I was growing up. Like we struggled, but my mom and dad always provided hard you know, hard working people. Mm.
3: Wow. And so and so then you but you so they your your parents are hard workers. Mm, yeah, and so you just never knew that there was assistance or to help you through. Yeah, all I never hard never
2: never really knew anything about that, you know. I really didn't come from that background. Like where my mom and dad like he paid for everybody. Like he was there by my mom's side, mm-hmm. you know, paid for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Grizzy, you're fascinating, Thank and you. and I said we all have been following you for some time. You get to the news before anybody else, and before we need to else. we'll talk about how you do that because uh-huh. I think you might have a little army, which you you and yes. you know, it's amazing as I was reading mm-hmm. about you. But um, I think what's really important is sort of the similarities. You know, one. We love your story, and Thank I you. think that there are a lot of people who are, uh, for whatever reason, either forced or, or choose to make decisions that are not the best decisions at the time, mm-hmm. but we believe in rehabilitation. We want to see women stand back up on their feet mm-hmm. and have every single possible opportunity, And you've not only done that, but you've like knocked it out of the park. And um, you're so creative in the way you do things Mm -hmm. and it's so present. Like, you know, we talk to our kids, like these new emerging fields, when they say like, well, what can I do? Do I have to be like this, you know, to be a judge do I attorney, have to be a, a lawyer? Yeah. do I do what do I do? It has to be in a box, but now you're an example of this whole new emerging field of utilizing social media as a business mm-hmm. um as your as your as your passion in your field. but what you do with it, is there are there six thousand of you like running yes. around? you see yeah. you're every and you find everything, mm-hmm. and you you either stream live or do it after immediately after the fact. But tell us, how did you get into yeah. this? Yeah, yeah.
2: The the followers, they're called the Hood News Peeps. They're yeah, like yeah. anybody can be a Hood News Peep. We got doctors, we got rich folks, we got poor folks, we got like reverends, pastors. We've got uh, moms, dads, just the regular guy and the regular regular gal, and uh, Houstonians, you know, or and surrounding because like Hood News was meant to be just my little neighborhood. And it just like blew up. We like got little Conroe. Little yeah, your yeah. It was just for fun. Like it started off as comedy and I wasn't aware of how bad. Like I would see a, a firefighter, like a, a like a fire truck passing by or an EMS. And I'd go stand next to them, and make a whole different story and it was like comedy. But then I realized, wait a minute, we've got real situations going on. What why are they really here? Or if I saw a naked person, I wouldn't understand what's going on. Yeah. But then it came to realize that mental health. Yeah. Is a huge, huge thing uh, that doesn't get spoken about enough. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of people with uh, always in distress. We've got people with crisis. We get people released sometimes without clothing. Mm-hmm. So it just created an awareness that I was never, like as a regular person, I was never aware about. So I try to bring that to the table too, like an awareness, like, hey guys, I know the media reports one thing but we've got other things that aren't like stray dogs like people dumping dogs yeah, so we just it. did an episode yeah, yeah, on yeah.
3: that well so you kind of have like your own tip line really mm. yeah, yeah they dispatch I mean, they me just... out
2: people dispatch me out some people will send me videos and if i'm like on the southwest part of houston they send me a video it, it'll i can post about it and still be on the southwest side i just have to do research okay what's in the reports what's coming up uh, more questions and answers if i don't know and then like other times people will tell me hey I'm the lady who you told about a young man getting ran over. That's my son. So it just brings the stories together. Like the following, just I pick up more followers with every story we tell, and um, it's very crazy to hear from the families. And they're like, "Thank you for sharing that story. Mm-hmm. Like, like nobody knew this happened. I don't know. Sometimes we share stories that isn't picked up by media, and they're like, "What happened out here, Grizzy? So I'll f- I'll find out like eventually." and so just telling the stories that sometimes aren't heard yeah, and that's that's, so that's the the goal
3: wait can we sit back i went a little bit so you went from you know what your high school years then we then you said we you kind of went down a path when you were a single mom that was that was a little bit you know
2: troubling and oh, challenging yeah. mm-hmm. but then how did you what did you do next and how did you get Ooh. to this and i tell everybody it's a process we cannot you like as a, a felon You cannot get out of prison and just, like, your life is okay. Like, you get a house, you get a car. Like, no, you got to take these baby steps. And for me, it was um, I got out of prison with not much in my pocket, um, and I had to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. So I went to a work source, and there wasn't many opportunities for me. So the only thing I could find at the time was peeling shrimp at a mambo seafood restaurant. So that's how I started my life back into, you know, making an honest living. And uh, I did that for several years, you know, kind of worked my way up. And then I found, okay, I'm tired of this. This is not my dream. I went back to school, got my associates, started working for a law firm, getting my hands soaked in there. And that, that paralegal background helps me mm. make the decision sometimes, like, is there a liability when I'm posting this? Am I telling the truth or is there? could there be something else? So I use a lot of that background That's to, to yeah. run the Hood News, yes. like to make those decisions. And so a lot of people request for me to share certain stories. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, we don't have enough evidence. I cannot accuse somebody. Like everything I state on Hood News has to have its receipts. To, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I cannot yeah. accuse anyone. I cannot speculate like we have. It's got to be black or white. And if it's not, then it's not going to be shown on Hood News. And I
1: do like that you share questions that you get from your community. Sometimes when you don't have the answer, you sort of share it with your vast community. I think that's important.
3: I like when you kind of like smack a person or something. (laughs) Can't share that. That's drama. I'm not here to like negotiate your drama. Mm -hmm. I love
2: that. We're not looking for lost baby daddies. We're not going (laughs) to like or or the ones that don't show like if they're lost. Yes, we're going to help you but like we're not going to do like the other stuff like you know this lady was willing to pay me some money to drive by an address and see if there were cars in the park oh, I'm like oh my no my ma'am so, I'm like, so sorry in I
1: the yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i get a lot of those requests one i get day in the future, yeah right? i mean i've had ladies tell me hey i'm pregnant i don't even know this man anymore like he's he's not picking up the phone i'm like oh man and sometimes i get invested like i'll do some side work on the side just trying to help ladies out or men or whoever but it's just crazy like you're so
3: professional because i'd be like dude you picked you picked the wrong dude yeah. <laughs> sorry yeah that, i mean that, 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 that like, comes, comes with, with it, it. <laughs> like
2: oh no you didn't know him like what do you mean you were contacting each other through email yeah, like really like, yeah he didn't give you a phone number but yeah, it's just crazy. It's just the stories I could tell.
1: The evolution is so interesting. So mm-hmm. you, you have a heart for this. You've, you've seen both sides of the system. Oh, yeah. You've seen both sides of the system. I think ultimately you want sort of the next generation to make better decisions. But yes. you also care about the safety of communities. And that's what we were talking about shortly before we started. What, I mean... What is your take on what's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're looking at crime all day, every day. Is it getting better, worse? You know, what's What do you? Yeah, what is you're your on the street. You okay. probably know better My than myself. myself. Like, like,
2: like statistics and everything aside, if people tell me that crime is better, like the rates are the, the it's lower, that's a lie. Like there's no way. We've got like up to three four shootings murders in one night like that's just like there were there was a night when i didn't even know which crime scene to go to i'm like which one do i go to and i had to literally like make a map okay what's this location what's this location what's this and just you know or follow the camera guys you know like i, <laughs> I follow them sometimes I'm, I'm just gonna follow them because like to see what route they oh, the take different channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 sometimes the stringers the, pull, the all those guys the pull camera guys uh really nice people man i love media uh i just don't like their bosses because the reporters are great. Like, I I get along so good with reporters. They it's like wish, a camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. they camaraderie. wish they could tell the stories. The, the that, way you do. You, yeah, you really do the freedom. tell them in mm-hmm. a unique yeah. way. Yeah, unfortunately, there mean. are producers, directors, people that don't allow that. Yeah. And I see sometimes them try to copy the style. Like, they'll say more questions than answers. Or they'll try to engage in a different way. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not going to work for you because you're not allowing mm-hmm. your reporters to, to be like, for the community. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of weird. But, yeah, the situation is not any better. We've got younger and younger faces to these crimes. Uh, Just on Saturday, there was a high-speed chase that went from 59 Tidwell, and it ended all the way off of Little York and Airline. Nothing happened to these kids. They crashed. One of them's in a coma right now in the hospital. And they crashed. The two that were with them, they refused to stop. They wrapped the truck around, like, a pole outside of business. And no consequences you know parents show up they're oblivious they don't know what's going on and that is just like the saddest thing that the kids know that they can commit a crime and there's no juvenile nothing
1: why though why do you think there are no consequences like is it it's got to come
2: from the leadership like if there are no penalties no fines no nothing no accountability from up top, I mean, it's gonna it like uh, it's gonna drizzle all the way down to the bottom, like to us, like the people that are actually out here, and like that endangers the the, the community and the people.
3: So, are you seeing repeat offenders? Have you you've been doing this long yeah. enough? So now so- you're like, that's the same damn dude from yeah. last time.
2: Oh yeah, we, yeah, definitely. There's. Uh, been a lot of that kind of story where this is like their fourth, fifth time. We do something called the come on down videos, mm-hmm. like where we we use the Bob Barker music, like come on down, like when they've when been the identified. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Yes. And so we do videos where we show what they did and then we show who they are. Like we reveal because we know that there will be no punishment for that person. So if we can just throw them out there and maybe a little public, uh, I don't want to say shame, but just awareness. Maybe they'll stop if they see themselves. Like, mm-hmm. dang, that's me. Like everybody on Facebook is watching me commit this crime or taking a package off of somebody's uh, uh porch, and then like the child, the 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 children too. Like that's a whole other. It's so heartbreaking when the victims are little kids. Yeah, we just had uh, what like a 11 year old little girl. Yeah, yeah. from Pasadena. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, that guy shouldn't even have been here. So that's just like. All this stuff, like he was supposed to literally be like in Louisiana or somewhere else. Like, it makes you wonder: Did he leave from over there because he did something bad out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's still to. Are be. Are you seeing a
3: lot of that too? Uh, yeah, you're undocumented uh, non-Americans here. And-
2: um, I don't know so much about that. I I think uh, well, I think I think it depends. I think maybe with like the hit and run stuff, like people fleeing from scenes, it might be like either they're drunk. I think there's a lot. It's just like a a, a total chaos, mm-hmm. you know, because. I come from a family, well, my dad, he's from Panama. He, you know, came here, and he had permission to do that. Like, he had to work and, and you know, get his stuff. Uh, my mom's born and raised here in uh, Texas, but I come from a neighborhood where a lot of hardworking, undocumented, and I'm here to represent for for them, too, because it's our our community. Um, I just think, like, that in, overall it's just a lack of leadership. Like, we don't have people that care about our safety Uh, people that will impose punishments or uh, tougher, uh, tougher consequences. Like, uh, you know, you you get a guy that shoots somebody for the third time and he still gets a bond. That's ridiculous. Like, what are we waiting for next? For him to actually kill someone or just that kind of thing is happening repeatedly.
1: And it's not politicized. So, you know, we, our mission is to solve and prevent crime. We've been doing it for 43 years and all of a sudden, you know, Jen, you asked the question, these repeats, and and we were starting to see, like, really yeah, egregious criminals, like, commit, allegedly commit really yeah. egregious crimes, and then they're right back out, and we're looking for them again. Yes. And we start to ask the questions, but also the victims asked us to ask the questions. and. Yeah. As we did that, we were instantly attacked for doing so. And I found it so interesting because don't we all want a safer community? Don't we all want to have an honest conversation about what's going on? And when did that become bad? And um, I know you personally have felt a little bit of this backlash. I mean, you are so loved and embraced and appreciated, but you've also felt a little bit of the backlash.
2: Oh, yeah. Like uh, anybody victim shaming, uh, a lot of the... the families of the suspects or perpetrators in a lot of these stories i for every story i tell i'm gonna back up a family but then there's another group of individuals that will either accept you know what we're putting out there and and acknowledge that there's a loved one of theirs that messed up or i'm gonna have a family of people that hate my guts because i expose yeah the perpetrators people Mm -hmm. Mm. so like Win some, lose some. So I'm going to stay on that winning path though, because I don't care. Because there is a, a family that's grieving. There is like, that could be my mom or my brother. So they, they'll either have to understand, or there have been people that understand that I'm so sorry. That's my son. I'm like, hey, you have nothing to apologize because he's a grown man or a woman. Yeah, it's his own actions. And yeah, it's their own actions. You know, I try to take that in, in mind. But there have been people that absolutely hate my guts you know they threatened you yeah Yeah. yeah, safety i've gotten some of that but you know where i'm from i'm i'm very well loved and protected so i mean
1: it's gonna be real you're well loved everywhere thank you you're well well loved
2: everywhere.
3: sometimes when i look at the different people that well i've been watching you for years so so now i'm like oh wow my friend from so-and-so is falling grizzly but you know what's so interesting i
1: always say this years ago people were like no crime no that's not my thing no it's 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 Let's say homelessness, wonderful. It, it's clothing for children, fantastic. I love that. It's feeding people, amazing. Crime, no. no. But well, no, that's yeah. changed.
3: Yeah. Well, but and but what I'm saying is like the different channel. Like and normally those are people that watch channel 13. You know, what I mean, watch, watch a specific channel. They're oh, watching that's... both now. Yeah. And and kind of validating. Some I love when you share um, about missing children, oh, missing yeah. people. Yes. How how do how does that work out? Like how do you? I know there are times like I texted you once about one. And and you were you were like I have already shared that one. So like, how do you get you just they all come to you or do you yeah. see them yourselves?
2: Like, uh, I want the families of these people that go missing to reach out to me directly. Like I I have always uh, asked people, hey, um, get the family in contact with me because I'm gonna have other questions. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like like a repost can have a whole lot of dramatic details that we don't need that distract people. I want that flyer with all the info on it. And I want to post relevant info like, hey, this person was last seen in distress, left the hospital, mm-hmm. uh, went to jail, got out, hasn't been seen since. Like, I like to stick with a lot of that because it, it's so easy to lose a human. Like, I did not you know that the this, context basically. That's yeah. the
3: context of what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I like to, but but also it's so easy for people to be lost. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like we have like hundreds, like thousands of people missing right now. And that is really just mind-boggling. I didn't know how bad it was until, you know, the hood news. And then we've got, when kids go missing, they're a lot of times trafficked. And that's a whole other dark side. Or or young men that go off to parties with their friends and something terrible happens to them. And then they're missing and, and... the whole time they might be deceased already something very bad happened wow. to them so yeah.
3: do you do a lot do you do any work on speaking of trafficking which is a passion of ours mm-hmm. uh, on the bisonette on airline i've been behind
2: the scenes i've been behind the scenes there was one young lady uh she had autism from the north side of houston i happened to be selling t-shirts at the time for hood news uh and i ran into an officer he's like have you guys seen this young lady uh i said is she missing and he said, yeah, she's a missing girl. We, they just reported her. They said she ran down this way. And I was like, okay, uh, I'll, I'll get on it. you know. And he's like, oh, you're Grizzly's so hood. And he's like, yeah, sir. And, and so that morning around 4 a.m., so that was like almost midnight, around 4 a.m., I got an image of this girl. And, yeah, she'd been missing, and she ran off. She wasn't wearing very much clothing. that She went in, like, in nightwear. Mm-hmm. And it turns out this young lady was being trafficked by a group of uh, individuals, and it was the scariest thing because we were getting tips that she was on uh, Bisonet Bel Air she'd been seen in the southwest mm-hmm. area and yeah they, they had her They like pictures of her were already going up on, on websites and I was like oh my gosh this is like that was my first introduction to like I heard about it I'd heard that sometimes these kids kids sometimes do this to other kids like they lure them in and that was a recent story right now. I just did uh, about uh, a month ago. A young girl, like I think she was 11, she went missing, but she was lured by her little friend, mm-hmm. and the parents. Mm-hmm. They even got her passport. They still have her passport. Um, if it wasn't for Hood News, they would have probably already taken her to, to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I started making demands. I even I have a video where they recorded me, the, the family, and I'm like, "Give her back! Give her back! I know who you are. We got your plates." We know where you stay, and it turns out that when the mom went out there, before getting me involved, she went to this place with officers. They had the little girl hidden mm-hmm. uh, behind a shed, and she watched her mom looking for her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and at first she hated my guts. The little girl, once they we, we got her back, once we, we got her back, uh, she didn't like me. And her mom told me, I said, is she okay? She's like, she doesn't like you because they told her that you were going to get her in juvenile, you were going to get her in trouble and I was like she finally hugged me. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh my gosh, like they told her these things." And and the saddest part is that she'd been assaulted, like sa and and by a much older man. We pulled up, they dumped her. They were supposed to bring her to a park and they dumped this little girl at a gas station and a woman was let go, and it turns out she was one of the captors, too. So right now they're investigating three adults, Um, one that did this to her, this mo- this monster. And all, all of them are monsters, but the other two that took her. And, like, I think it's f- four adults all together, a mom and a son, and then the little girls, friends, uh parents. So th- there's, like— They were all in on it. All in, like a whole group of— Yeah, levels. I see
3: and- so many mom-son— a team the mom told me when
2: they were searching for her they went to this house uh off of a magnolia neighborhood and there were cubicles in the house she didn't understand what that was and come back to find out it's like trafficking you know they have little rooms set up yeah inside the community yeah yeah
1: do you see so you it's it's amazing how you are everywhere and your and your community helps you do that but you're not just reporting on cases you're helping
2: oh yeah so i get very involved like if you if I find out, it's, it's kind of hard because the following is getting bigger and bigger. So I'm getting so many messages. How do you
0: feel those?
2: It's, it's tough. Like, I literally tell people now, I'm so sorry if I don't answer back. It's not pertaining to hood news. Like, at some point, because like, we have social issues, we have people that are homeless. We have people living out of cars. The apartment complexes have water problems. I've seen you've done that before. I just got a message from somebody of a guy holding up a sign that he's looking for work. And I said, look, ma'am, I'm so sorry. We no longer share those things because the last time we helped somebody in good faith, he turned out to be a registered sex offender. We can't, like, there's work sources for him that will help him, guide him, whatever. We're staying out of these situations. So, like, things that we used to help like I've had to shut down, you know, certain things. And so now it's like, it's, it's harder and harder because certain stories will gain more followers and they'll reach out, which is like a lot of stuff. Like every day there's new people reaching out and they might not know what we share, or what we're not capable of sharing. So literally I have like hundreds of message that, messages that I have not answered back.
0: Thank you to our sponsor Fliplock for making this episode possible. FlipBlock is a door lock unlike any other lock that was created as a nationwide, straightforward solution to protect your people, whether that be in universities, dorms, daycares, hospitals, or even government buildings. It can be added to nearly any door to keep you and yours safe. We are proud to have such a strong and like-minded sponsor of the Balanced Voice podcast. Check out FlipBlock at fliplock.com. That's F L I P. L-O-K dot com. Is it
1: just you? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: You're the only one. Visit- yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How many hours do you work a day? It's 625,000 followers on Facebook. Yeah, like
2: I work about 16 hours a day. While sometimes I'm doing activities. Like if I'm cleaning my house, I still have my phone. I'm cooking. I'm stirring the pot. <laughs> I'm feeding the dogs. I'm walking. Like I have no quality of life right now, but it's okay because I feel like, I'm meant to do it um i worked for free for the state of texas for a long long time yes. so you know rehabilitating myself when grizzy was in rehabilitation so like i have that that thing where i just like i'm a hard worker prison made me a very very hard worker so yeah i like to work so there's times when i'll be in bed i wrote, and you guys are probably just as busy too with what you do I'll, I'll, it's like 3 in the morning I'm about to go to sleep and I'm like <gasps> what happened? what happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, yes. Like you jump out of bed like you have yeah. nights like that and you're jumping I you have
2: up. no one to tie me down like no, I have no constraints no one telling me hey you can't do this or why are you leaving? I am at my free will
1: and are you ever at a scene where it's like I can't take this like I can't look mm-hmm. I can't process That's trauma this. for you yeah
2: with the, the murder of uh, Arlene Alvarez oh, the little gosh. girl it, anytime it's a child I literally break down Arlene Alvarez, Josue Flores, um this little girl uh, uh Maria Gonzalez, Gonzalez yeah. yeah Diamond Alvarez, um just all the uh Malia Davis, yeah. these stories just affect me, and it's like I have to, I've literally like sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. By the time I get it together, I might look like I'm okay, but some of those stories like are just very sad. I went to this little girl's funeral. Yeah, I went to this little girl's funeral the other day. And just so unnecessary. Like, it's supposed to be that we bury, our children bury us. Yes. And it's never designed. You know, she was only here three months. Like, I, this that's is how Houston, Houston treated
1: her. This That story. And, like, we, for some reason, it, it hits you differently. Yeah. Like, okay. I just keep thinking of her last. Yes, I just yes. keep saying, like, I can't. Mm-hmm.
2: Last night, a pedestrian lady that's from Louisiana she got struck by a hit-and-run driver. She'd only been here a few hours. So we're treating people that come visit us like people that come to live here. Like, it's a, it's just a sad thing. Like, don't come to Houston, like, right now because it's not a good time.
1: But let me play devil's advocate mm-hmm. because, like, what, what's the flip side? Like, our law enforcement's working around the clock? They're yeah, the we, don't we, we don't, don't have, have, have enough. We enough.
2: That's what I see. Yeah. Because when you've only got, like, two or three people in missing persons and you've got caseloads, like, hundreds – like how does that even work like how do they get anything done Mm -hmm. it would be Mm -hmm. hard because all this stuff's coming in and it's kind of like me with messenger some people don't get responses so you know like it's that dynamic and like it's just really bad like that messenger would be telltale of all how bad it is in houston like so much stuff that doesn't go reported we've got huge auto theft rings people can't have nice cars You can't park anywhere without somebody like trying to saw underneath. You. Yeah, carjacking, jugging, all of that. Like, don't go to jugging. the bank.
1: What's jugging? Jugging is the, the jugging, like the... Following you at the bank. Yeah,
2: when people follow you to the bank and, yeah. and they yeah. watch you when you. you leave. Yeah, I've heard They're knows. hoping you leave a bag behind with money. Uh, sometimes they attack people. Sometimes the people uh, leave the vehicle running. They go in. Like, we're not in, like, in the old times anymore where you can just leave your guard down. Like, I like to tell people, keep your heads on a swivel. Like, that means, like... Look at everything.
1: So would you say when we say we have a crime issue, are we exaggerating the issue? No. Is that honest?
2: That is so honest. That is the truth. That is the truth. I mean, they can present stuff and by they, I don't know who they are. The one saying that there isn't an issue. Um, but the it's bad
1: but it's there's bad. been a reduction i mean a reduction from an all-time high mm-hmm. granted but we're not where we need to be no. and i think the community mm-hmm. feels it
2: there i've got a lady right now that reached out before we started recording that there are like people living in all these uh, uh there uh, what do you call those people that l- take a squatters a yeah squatters squatters yeah. yeah they're bringing in women there's prostitution going on and this is like right in front and she sent me video i'm like oh, that's horrible mm-hmm that kind of stuff. she's so afraid to report it. So there's a lot of stuff that goes unreported. And so yeah, maybe statistically it's going down, but we're not getting the people that are out on bond right now. Like we're not we're not doing the due process, with them. you know, yeah. with them. You know, we're not that that whole process is like taking forever, it's dragging and that's not even constitutional from what I understand. So if they want to be like, "Oh, it's the constitution." Well, you guys are, you know, it's like a kind of like a slap in the face to what you guys are saying not you guys but them yeah yeah, yeah. The, the judicial, system. Yeah, the judicial yeah. system like a speedy trial and everybody's got a right to this right to that well there's people on the docket for like three or four years now yeah. so that's not right
1: it, it, it makes me feel better to hear you say this even though anyone who follows you knows that you um are out there
3: on the ground yeah your yeah. B- boots
1: on the ground you're looking at everything all day and um you're not afraid to cover like the raw, real issues. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to sensationalize it. Mm-hmm. You're literally just covering real issues, mm-hmm. um, and we appreciate that because mm-hmm. I think this crime crime in general is such a sensitive topic. It can't be ignored, uh, and it but it can't be sensationalized either. So you're striking yeah. an incredible balance.
3: Well, the authenticity just brings it legitimacy. I I have to tell you that I I would I I pick envisioned you with like a police scanner. Remember the old days no, no. where you had a police scanner. Oh, so I was going to ask you. Yeah, there's yeah. no police scanner. You're hundred yeah. percent. This right yeah. here is
2: people telling you. Yeah. yeah, Grizzy. There's a shooting. I'm too scared to record it. I'm like, hey, I'm on my way. Where's it at?
3: I find that fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: dispatched me. The peeps dispatched me. They help me. If I can't get, there's been days where I get dizzy spells. I think from the stress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and it happens more like during like incredible, crazy, intense stories, like the little girl. Like, all last week, I was dragging, like, morally. I think it's just some kind of connection there. Um, like the dad that went to go get tacos for his family. Yeah, and, and he gets shot outside of Walgreens, right outside the taco stand. I mean, this guy was just trying to feed his family, and somebody drove up. And and we have answers, I think, but, like, it's just taking forever because of all the stuff that's on law enforcement. Well, I'll tell you
1: what makes me crazy and I can't talk about it often, but I'll talk about it here is how it's politicized. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, Oh, if you're against it, you're if you're attacking it, you must be a conservative this, oh you must be a liberal that, oh you're a Democrat, or oh, you're a Republican, oh you're th- Listen, I wish everyone, mm-hmm. all the leaders and all the the people who work for those leaders yeah. would take the Republican, Democrat, Conservative, Liberal labels and just bury them. Exactly. Yeah. Because crime is a human yeah. issue. Yeah. Period end of discussions. Yes. It's a human issue. And we cannot have a city like Houston that we're proud of have crime problems that it does yes we're trending down we're trending down from an all-time high and we will put the wing you know the every possible effort we can to continue seeing those trends go down but, but the fact is gun violence is a problem yes uh the repeat felons and repeat criminal activity is a problem yeah, yeah. Uh, hor- horrific reckless brazen crime is a problem and it's not the quality of life. Anymore.
3: Well, and I think people are starting to say, no, let's not Like I, you know, my sister just recently moved here, and she's like, why do I want to move to a city that has so much crime? Yeah, we're we're becoming one of those cities like yeah. Chicago.
2: I've got a brother that I literally went to go live in where was he living, Mom? Utah. Uh, yes. Like like suburbia out there, like in the in the desert. I'm like, what's out there? But I saw it, and it's like a utopia. Like they're yeah. making their own little. It's it's expensive. But, I mean, it's guaranteed no crime, no nothing. And, unfortunately, now he has to, because of his job, like, he's coming back to Katie. And even Katie, I'm like, I'm thinking, that's not a great place either. Like, mm-hmm. the nice neighborhoods that we know, the River Oaks, the Katie, they've been featured on the Hood News. Like, Hood News was supposed to be my little hood right there, like uh, Scenic Woods, where I stay, where the crime is a lot. Now I'm, I've got followers out of Humble, uh, yeah. Atascacita woodlands we call it the hoodlands sugarland yeah sugarland woodlands you call the Hoodlands. yeah (laughs) yes yes wow yeah conroe uh i've built relationships with montgomery county you know with the officers and and law enforcement out there with the constables their deputies it's just crazy like uh, i get a lot of requests for galveston that's almost impossible but we're trying we've been as far as lake jackson and as far as uh Probably Branham. Like, I even flew to Lubbock one time just to help with the story of a a kid getting bullied. When you
3: say we, does that mean you have like certain people that do the same? Like, all these messages are coming into you. Mm -hmm. You actually have like, say, X number of people that will go and do what you do, which is video at the time and post. You're the only one that does that piece, right?
2: Yeah, I've got like the everyday person, everyday, like, I don't have a set group of people it could be anybody at any point sending me a video like let me check right now i'm sure somebody sent me oh, so something.
3: you're just reposting their videos sometimes. as if you're there and you're getting facts that you yeah. can post sometimes
2: yeah, yeah cuz sometimes the video quality is horrible and i'm like oh no i can't work with this like no uh let me see like just the accident scenes and stuff like that i get yeah. but like the murders the the robberies that stuff that sometimes does get sent to me like video surveillance footage um a lot of that stuff I'll go to myself, like the actual robberies and stuff. So, yeah, they send me stuff. I go out in person. There's, like, a, a time, like, during the day I get to respond to a lot of messages. Like, around 6 o'clock I start getting ready to hit the streets, yeah, at nighttime. So that's when it gets hot. Mm-hmm. It's around 6 o'clock. Yeah, tempers start flaring. Something happens, like a whole another dynamic. I guess less heat the heat's keeping people in, maybe. I don't know. But
3: really, but, so yeah. you see like the numbers are kinda, it's getting a it's, little bit more relaxed. Yeah.
2: Early morning, I miss some things, but then like it gets real hot, maybe some chases in the heat. Uh After that though, like nighttime is when something starts happening or people, I don't know, violence in the home or uh, random people, just much more, I call it murder nights, like it's just crazy.
3: So that's like the only good thing about 110-degree weather. It's keeping people in. It's st- keeping people in but kids, they're But na- they're
1: exploiting safe. kids online, so yeah, it's that's another that's, issue we have yeah, to deal with. totally agree. But our tips to our tip line increase after hours, too, and it's important because you have such a vast community that people know they can call anonymously. So we don't care about immigration status. We don't care about right. anything. We just, if you have critical information, um, it can go to law enforcement anonymously mm-hmm. to help law enforcement solve crimes. Mm-hmm. Grizzy, I mean, what's next for you? Like, that th- you're building an empire here, and mm-hmm. you can't sustain it with one person. Yeah, so, I what see. are you, like, do you need resources to hire people, yeah, sponsorships? I would, like to,
2: I, I would like to do that, but I'm afraid also because a lot of the information that comes in is very sensitive, and I don't know what to do with it. Like, I don't know who to trust. Like, you know, people share stuff. Like, it could be a screenshot. Oh, my God, this is juicy. And then it gets out. Like, for right now, people know that when they – reach out they're gonna get me and only me like i had my daughter help me a few times in the past and i'm like you know what no she's like mom what do i do with this i'm like oh no 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 you know what no stay yes. young stay stay no, happy you don't want to taint her she's yeah 23 yeah, that's 23.
1: a baby yeah yeah yeah, she's college. Still, she's your baby. Yeah, she's so my like, baby.
2: Yeah. I, every time I say that, and then I say the age, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, yeah she's, I'm my like, baby. she's like, yeah. you know,
3: a teen. Yeah. yeah. She's, so teens. you're trying to keep her mind pure. Yeah, yeah As long yeah, as possible. Yeah, like, they were there
2: while I wasn't, so they've sheltered her. They, they. She's got a happy life, you know, like, a, like a good outlook on life. Yeah, it, very good. Like, and yeah. I don't want to destroy that, but I do tell her and I share stories, like, hey, Maddie, be very careful, like when yes. you're driving. Hey, don't let nobody lock your as soon as you get in your car lock the door uh she's taking some gun classes like she's she's prepared like she's she's,
1: she's prepared. prepared we hate that we have to raise our kids now. Yeah. I know yeah's I, I never saw another like,
2: country she can handle a, a pistol I'm like wow okay she came back with the little target thing I'm like I was very proud at the same time like my mom and dad would have never ha- yeah, no, that, to that wasn't, wasn't our, yeah it wasn't the way
3: our life
1: yeah. our lives were a few days
3: ago you guys get reported on about the cartels in Mexico I think it says, uh, just a few days, you report on something about the cartels in Mexico. Yes, the
2: power struggle out there. Tell
3: me what's going on. Help me understand that. Help me understand that. That
2: story, I still don't know all of it, but there was five students or five young men. They were recruited to work, like, telemarketing jobs, and they were somehow fooled into going with some people, And when they got to where they needed to go, they were approached by the cartel like, hey, you're going to be working for us. And I've heard that a lot of telemarketing places are actually ran by the cartel. When they refused or something didn't go the way as planned, uh, they used one of the victims to unalive all of them. And then they unalived him by setting him into a car that they arrived in and setting it on fire with him living like they recorded all of this stuff what is unalive i don't like, know killed, they yeah. killed him killed. see i picked up a little bit of the tiktok thing the, TikTok, was, like, the way, yeah, the way they want it. me to say it is, yeah. but yeah unalived um, okay yeah so yeah they 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 killed this guy and uh it's just so sad like there is a huge problem and and the government there is a problem so i see a lot of this stuff and i'm like you know the it a lot of it can't is the government like not doing what they need to do. Like they probably have a lot of corrupt people that accept bribes and money. We've seen it historically, you know, like throughout, you know, the history. So, yeah, it's just, it, it's just really sad to, to deal with that kind of stuff. I just recently
3: saw this case. It was a trafficking case that, and here's what was interesting. Is there, and maybe I just didn't like clue into this earlier or didn't even think about it, or maybe it was happening and I just wasn't deep enough into what was going on but that the cartel is organizing around trafficking humans for really? sex the way they've been doing drugs and arms mm-hmm. and getting that organized we're in the past let's say the 5 to 10 years that I've been doing this it was individual pimps right you had you know yes. kind now, of play, nice individual players now it seems like there is a with the with the mexican cartel a hierarchy in trafficking these children and people and so that was super so yeah. it seems like the cartel is and i've also had conversations with some border town uh, sheriffs who are saying that houston is that's the flow to yeah. get to the east coast yes everybody comes through here yeah. to go to to smuggle arms people or drugs the West Coast, they have their Arizona towns and their Houston, and their California towns, but Houston is the oh yeah the
2: the eleven year old girl that we uh, had to get from these people take back from these people. They still have her passport. They were gonna fly or or travel with this girl to Mexico. They were gonna take her to Mexico, and she probably would have never been seen again by her family. And I believe that a lot of kids, I don't know what's in Mexico. I would have thought it was the other way around, like they bring the kids over this way. Maybe it is. I don't know what these people are doing with these kids, but, I mean, I can only imagine, and it's not good at all. Is your
1: reach growing, though? Yes. So growing into Mexico, growing into other places. Yeah, Yeah, outside of Houston.
2: Yeah, definitely. I've got followers out of state. Like, I've got people in Hawaii. I've got people in Oklahoma. Uh, I've got people in Australia. They're looking at a different time zone. They're like, Howdy. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we got blokes out there, yes. you know, like it is so <laughs> You're cool. Like a new yeah, so yeah. I'm it's so it's definitely really interesting. I did not know and I've got India, I've got like a lot of uh, countries. It's just amazing. They're just fascinated with the culture out here. And unfortunately, we're introducing them to the bad part of the culture, like yeah. the, the crime. And people are like, "Wow, I know not to be out there." is this, this well, crazy. Don't let them move you to another city. Yeah, don't let anybody really entice you. No, I love, I love my city, and that's why the hood news exists. Like, it was supposed to be comedy. Like, I'm a comedian. Like, my mom will tell you I like to make people laugh and stuff. But like, I have comedy like skits and everything. Like, it's just I just haven't been able to do that because I found a new purpose with hood news. It's like just to to call out like how bad it is or there's a lot of good and we love to share good as well but you know there's a lot of problems out here too but girl you're still funny at yeah. 1
3: yeah. a.m when you pop up and like hey, Grizzly's live I'm like oh what's well, Grizzly I'm like it's yeah. <laughs> and then you're making comments on some of the stupidity that you see while you're yeah. out there I'm like oh, that's damn funny yeah <laughs> so you, you're still you still have a little bit of humor yeah. in there yeah. you're welcome yeah. Grizzly, you're what amazing. can we do for you yeah, yeah. what amazing. can we you need sponsorship don't you is that something that the community needs to step up and Continue to sponsor yeah, you yeah, or they, reach they look you. Look what out. to the, the followers do for you?
2: Out. The Hood News Peeps look out. Um, I announced that I quit my job. Uh, was it? It's been two years, I think. Yeah, about two years ago, I I decided to to leave a job that I loved so much, but it was so toxic. And I'm like, you know, I was looking out windows, and it was a corporation I was working for, and that's that's a big achievement because a felon working for a corporation that does not hire felons. I don't know how that happened, but, I mean, it was just great. Yeah, I had a great work family. Unfortunately, it was time to part ways. When I'm looking out the window, I'm like, wow, I can be doing hood news right now. I'm just like, oh, no, I missed this. I'm, like, I'm watching the news. I'm like, nah, that's not what happened. I could have told it different. And so okay. Wait, but that's interesting.
1: Have you ever found that the news hasn't reported something?
2: Oh, yeah. The right way? Yeah. Yes. Oh, not, yeah. not
1: the way you would do it, yeah. but just not incorrectly.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like when I read a headline that says, officer shoots kills man in spring texas i'm like no 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 they were serving a warrant a guy pulled out a pistol on all the deputies and they had to do whatever they needed to yeah. take care of themselves yeah. Oh, interesting. We, we, yeah. we yeah yeah learn that the, very the headlines well. are sensationalized yep, yes. i'm like that is so wrong yeah, yeah. and then you go and read and then you got all these people hating the officers i hate and when they use not- color
3: in that too though yes, yes. that yes. is a man shooting a man or yes. this made us having to respond yes. like just, just just tell us narrative. what it is
1: rather than changing well, the narrative to be racial. I think I think they're trying to insert race and, and politics to get everybody divided. And so it's we need to come together to combat crime together. That's just
2: their comment section. Like a reputable place would not want to have like I deal I I've got thousands of people blocked like they will never like they complain like that's hey, the, you kick people's ass on social media yeah. have you
1: seen her she's I've seen it yeah, I've seen in their moments I'm like oh like, 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 my god please let this keep going I will block I mean because some of them have been people I wish I could do this too but I can't
2: um uh sexualizing like, children unfortunately when missing teens go missing you've got a group of men that think it's okay to say oh yeah she's wearing a short skirt yeah Yeah, or she's she's with her boyfriend having a great weekend I'm like oh no that's uncalled for because there is a family really honestly searching and this little girl might very much be a victim to the trafficking situation Mm -hmm. so they've got to go I've got women that do that too you know like that shame the kids oh she's got she thinks she's fast and I'm like oh no this is not it so a lot of people go I want to build a solid community, and and that's one thing that the news doesn't do. They allow a lot of hatred in the comment section, and I'm just like, no way, I wouldn't allow that, man. That's not right. Like they're being racist, they're being like just over the top, ugly, ugly, vulgar. And when you go to their websites, the you have real freedom on the news pages, and you see real ugly stuff yeah. like on the websites, like not not the social media, because there are there is a lot of censorship. But when you go to their website, it's even worse, and I'm like, oh no, these people are real. Anybody can be, a uh, super troll, and in- and like behind a computer screen. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, what can they- Sorry,
1: yeah, go ahead. The- do we
3: reshare? How-, how can we help? Meaning, how do we grow your grow your following?
1: how do we help make sure you can Chris stay out there doing, doing be it back on your
2: show soon oh I mean, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. yeah you should be have a
1: regular tell us yeah. what's going yes. on mm-hmm. and insights with us and i mean you're amazing we i was so happy to hear the, about the i was like
2: oh crime stoppers and i'm like yes i've been asked by different podcasts and i'm like maybe one day and i kind of put it off but crime stoppers without a doubt i said um, oh yeah that yeah thank you all thank so you. much i believe in the mission i believe that we need to work together everybody like the the organizations the advocates the 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 officers the the law enforcement the people the everyday person you never know and this is what i encourage people you never know when it's your yeah. turn to give a family answers through like solving a crime or spotting that child that doesn't yes. look okay eating at a diner with somebody and you yeah. know they look distressed you never know when it's your turn to be somebody's guardian angel and that's an opportunity like we can't miss those opportunities so that's what i like to encourage on the hood
1: news and actually i'll tell you If you feel like you're in a situation where you're not going to be a victim of crime, God bless you six million times, but you can always be somebody's angel. You can Mm -hmm, support the work of Grizzy. You can, you know, follow Crime Stoppers. You can help make sure that her voice is louder for the victims who need her. Mm -hmm. Um, And likewise with our organization, we thank you so much for all you do. And it's not
2: Grizzly, damn it. Yeah. Grizzy. Oh. Do you understand? It is Grizzy. Let me just clear that up, too, because people are like, oh, it's a typo. I totally understand understand The typos. It's when a person calls me Grizzly in person oh, on that video. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. Hey, Grizzly, I see you, girl. I'm like, thank you. I see yeah. you too. Thank you. Yeah. Like, yes. And then I type, it's Grizzly. Uh huh. <laughs> no, L. <Al.
3: laughs>
2: That's hilarious. Thank, yeah. you. Thank, thank,
1: you. thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this for the right
0: reasons. Thanks for tuning in to today's Balanced Conversation. You can find real solutions and tangible resources in our show notes at thebalancedvoicepodcast.com. To join the conversation, follow us on Instagram at The Balanced Voice Podcast and on Twitter at balancedvoice underscore. Stay up to date on Runya's work by following her at The Rania Report, and we can't wait to see you next week for another Balanced Conversation.